Hello, I'm Steve Davis. Welcome to this podcast for Australia's National Centre for Vocational Education Research. Shortages in the trades are looming again as Australia emerges from the global financial crisis. As a result, commentators and policymakers will focus on the supply end, the training system. But what of the other end, where individuals are leaving their trades? In the paper, Attrition in the Trades, Tom Carmel, Patrick Lim and Josie Misko from the NCVER investigate the effects such departures might be having on skill shortages and whether or not they are a significant cause. Dr Carmel joins me now and I'd like to begin with a question about how you approach the research, how you defined the trades and, and the data sources you used. The, the, the motivation for this was the skill shortages. And uh, everybody looks to the training side, um, as, you, as you explained, uh, as the cause of shortages, that is, we don't train enough apprentices. But obviously, the other side of the question is the rate at which people leave their occupations. And so the question for us was whether there was a particular problem for the trades. The, the way we approached it uh, was to look at tradesmen and compare them with the professions. And the reason we did that is that both groups uh, are nicely identified, that people identify with them. They both take quite long periods of formal training. Uh, and so we thought that was a reasonable comparator. So the question for us was, do tradesmen leave at a faster rate than the professionals? Um, and the answer we, we, we found was that there's a, quite a bit of variation in the rate at which people leave the trades. But no, tradesmen don't leave at any faster rate than the professionals. Uh, but Tom, what about hairdressers? Well, hairdressers is one of the occupations we didn't really look at, uh, and that was for a simple reason, uh, that we restricted our study uh, to males. Now, the reason we did that um, is that if, if you look at females, you do get breaks in people's careers, you get family formation um, occurring, so you get young women uh, leaving and then older women coming back. And so you, you start looking at a, at a completely different set of phenomena, whereas what we were interested in here was the underlying attrition. And so we thought it was best to restrict the, the study only to males, and hence we didn't really look at hairdressers. Now, the term attrition itself uh, strikes me as quite a pejorative term, um, but in your paper it appears that attrition is not necessarily um, a negative outcome for either the economy nor for the individual who's left a trade. Can you talk to that? Well, the attrition was certainly not meant to be pejorative. Uh, I mean, it's just meant to be a simple description of the rate at which people leave or, or stay uh, in, in their occupation. Um, but, I mean, of, of course, somebody leaving a, a, one job is somebody gaining another job. So it's, uh, uh, mobility is, is certainly uh, not, a, not a problem. Um, we were interested in a couple of aspects. One was the extent to which people leave particular jobs, uh, and that's important from the point of view of employers. But the other thing that's really important is the rate at which they leave occupations. That's really more important uh, for the economy as a whole. Uh, the other thing that we were interested in was the extent to which, from the individual's point of view, this labour mobility was a good thing. Uh, often people talk about how important the trades are as a foundation for future uh, careers, and what we wanted to find out was whether there was actually any evidence to show that, in fact, the trades were a good foundation for future careers. I think you found they were, didn't you? Well, we, we found they were and they weren't. Um, as all economists say, on one hand, one thing, on the other hand, something else. 
Um, what we found is that for the, the trades such as electrotechnology, there, there was definite evidence that they were a good foundation for getting a, a, a higher level job. But for some of the other trades, the stories are a little bit different. So, for example, in the food trades, you do get quite a bit of mobility, and, and often it's quite clear that people leave their jobs to get more money, but not necessarily a higher status job. So one of the things that is driving mobility uh, are the wages that you get uh, in the trades relative to other occupations. If we just turn back to the uh, the rate of attrition in the trades, um, I noticed in the, in the research that you did the actual attrition rates seem to be similar in good times and in bad times. Some of the attrition was voluntary, though. Some was involuntary. Um, and you brought up the term of job churn within a trade, which is actually higher in good times. Um, what are the consequences of this? How, how does that work its way through? Well, the way this plays out is that from the point of view of the economy, uh, the mobility uh, in, the tr in the trades is really quite constant over the cycle, but its composition I is very different. So uh, in good times, more individuals leave their jobs because there are other opportunities around, uh, and in the bad times, more are put off by their employers. So overall, it, it, it comes out pretty much the same. But from an employer's point of view, what you find out is in the good times, they observe that they can't keep their staff, so they get this job churn. And so you, you get them saying that there are skill shortages uh, that are occurring in the trades. But in fact, from the occupation point of view, it's really no different from the other times. It's just from the point of view of the individual employer. A, a very good example of this uh, is in the food trades, where if you look at it at, from an occupational perspective, the mobility isn't that much different from some other occupations. But from the point of view of the employer, uh, they see mobility all the time. And it's because people uh, are, being, are getting dissatisfied uh, in one job, uh, they leave the job, they go around the corner to get a similar job, probably not any more money. So from the employer's point of view, they see this awful job churn that, that is uh, a real nuisance from them. But from the point of view of the overall labour market, it, it doesn't really matter so much. And so I imagine your employers then will be the ones being most vocal about the, the, the struggles they're having to find staff. Yeah, absolutely. And so when the economy is, is uh, buoyant uh, and is booming, what you'll find is that the employers are complaining about these job uh, the, the skill shortages and putting pressure on governments to uh, increase training. But it really is their perspective rather than the economy's perspective. So out of this research, what do you think um, governments should be doing and, and or training institutions in responding to what you found? Well, we really come full circle. Uh, we started off doing this research of trying to look at the question about whether there were other parts to the skill shortage question rather than just the supply of apprentices. But where we get to uh, is that it seems that the real story is in the apprentice side. So we will have shortages if we can't uh, have enough apprentices. Uh, of course, that also raises the questions about the completion of the apprenticeships. The, the completion rates in some cases are rather low. So there are two ways of, of improving the, the supply of tradesmen. One is to have more commencing apprentices, but the other thing is to actually get a greater proportion of them to complete their apprenticeships. And also you uh, draw our attention to the fact that people who have previously left trades 
might still be candidates to uh, be worthy considering uh, in coming back into the system again. Yes, well, that's one thing I would would like to look at. Uh, That's really a question for future research. From this piece of work, we really don't have any information on that. We can look at the attrition from the trades, but it's very difficult to find out of those who left, how many would be candidates to come back uh, in the future. With those trades where you found people did move on to bigger and better things, if you like, as they left uh, at the uh, f- during their career, can you see that as being a motivating factor to attract new people to those trades at apprenticeship level to show what you can aspire to on that pathway? Well, uh, yes and no. I mean, the one trade that seems a very good foundation for future careers is the electrotechnology. But that is the trade that gets paid the best in, in any case. So it's really part of a package. That, that, that trade is particularly attractive uh, to, um, to young people. Higher wages, good opportunities for the, for the future, uh, relative to some trades where the wages are lower and the opportunities are, are less after, after leaving that occupation. Thanks for listening to this podcast produced by the National Centre for Vocational Education Research. To download your copy of Attrition in the Trades, go to www.ncver.edu.au.